Hey guys, welcome to The Nursing Co-op. I am so excited that you're here. On this podcast, our goal is to build your confidence, expand your knowledge, and create a supportive, cooperative community for nurses, one nurse at a time. My name's Ashley. I'm a registered nurse on a mission to empower nurses to build meaningful careers and change nursing culture along the way. In our time together, I hope to share my experiences, provide you with resources, and create a space where you can find your footing as a nurse without judgment. We will unravel nursing topics and make connections with amazing guests to give you all of the tools that you need to build an incredible life and career. I believe that it takes a village to build a strong nurse. We are your village. This is The Nursing Co-op. What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Nursing Co-op. I'm so excited that you're here because we are doing another one of our short to the point tactical episodes to give you guys some tips to start off your week smoothly. So on today's episode, we are talking about three tips to prepare for a stretch of shifts. Now, this might be the traditional 312s, it could be 410s, it could be 58s. So, this is really just preparing for your work week if you boil it down. But this is especially going to be helpful for those of you who are working maybe night shift and you're working 312s in a row and you kind of have to worry about also switching your day and night schedules. That just adds an extra component that makes preparation extremely important for you. Otherwise, you end up just not getting enough sleep, you're running out of time, feeling stressed and rushed. And that's the last thing that we want. So when I first started working in the hospital and working 312s, especially in a row, I know that my preparation was minimal. And it just felt like right before my shifts, I would be in this frantic rush to kind of like throw on my scrubs, grab my workout clothes. If I was going to work out, I couldn't decide because I hadn't planned it out. I would either grab like whatever food was in the fridge that I could throw together, or I would pick up food on my way to work that maybe wasn't ideal for me, like at a gas station or like fast food if I didn't have much time, which I often didn't, or I would rely on whatever was in the break room, which typically was like candy or like pizza or some, you know, cake or dish that somebody had brought in, which there's nothing necessarily wrong with those things, but it just left me feeling tired and crappy typically during my shift or hungry because you can't always rely on things being in the break room, right? So sometimes I just wouldn't eat very much during my shifts, which is the last thing you want to do if you're trying to just stay awake all night and take care of other human beings. So the point is, I guess I I started out really stressed and just like rushing into my shifts, which is already putting you in the stressed mindset, which is the last thing you need, especially if you're about to start. If you're a new grad or you're just getting off of orientation in the first few years of your career, for example, you don't need any added stress when you're going into a stretch of shifts because that transition can already be extremely stressful. Going from having days off to going back to work triggers a lot of people's anxiety. And so we don't need to add to that. So by preparing for these these stretches of shifts, you set yourself up for success and take out that added stress so that at the very least, you, you just have to deal with the focus and overwhelm of the challenge of your job instead of like, what am I going to eat today or where are my scrubs? You don't need to worry about those things. So the three tips that I want you guys to start trying out this week, the three big things, very simple and things that we think we already know, but we just don't do. So the first one is meal prep. The second one is like housekeeping. And then the third is getting organized. I'll delve into all of these, but let's start with number one. So meal prep. 
You guys know that I talk about meal prep all the time because it's a practice that has changed a lot in my life just by giving me more time typically in my everyday life. Even though it adds some work, it saves you time in so many other ways. So meal prep involves planning, so making your grocery list, figuring out what you're going to eat for the week, shopping, and then preparing the actual food. And this does not need to be complicated. I think so many of us watch these crazy videos on YouTube or see people giving their tips and they're like making and they're like making like fancy meals or spending an entire day meal prepping. And that part is just so unnecessary. Let's keep it really simple because we're already busy. So typically my husband and I, what works for us is we will, you know, on a walk, maybe figure out what we want to have for the week. We will if I'm working, let's say Monday through Friday at my new job. Um, I will we'll do grocery shopping maybe Friday night and then Saturday or Sunday we'll actually cook the food and have it all prepared and then come Monday I can wake up and I have everything ready for myself so that's what I encourage you to do if you have if you say work Tuesday through Thursday on Monday prepare everything for yourself so that you have it all ready don't do it the morning of if you work that night or just try and scramble and do it you know right in the evening before you have to go to bed give yourself some time to get everything ready. The keys to a simple week of meal prep is just to pick. So what we usually pick two or three protein options that we like. So we'll pick like chicken or beef or fish, tofu, whatever works for you. Pick a couple options. And then we pick a couple carbs that we enjoy. So if we're doing tacos that week, it'll be tortillas or we'll make rice or potatoes, that sort of thing. And then we'll pick some veggies that we want to throw in. And the actual cooking can be really simple as well. You don't have to like sit there chopping veggies for 40 hours. So we typically will throw some chicken in a slow cooker, for example, with some sauce in it, let it cook for six to eight hours, shred it up. There you go. Um, we have a lot of frozen veggies that we'll throw into bowls just because it's so much easier. Um, and then we'll put the rice cooker on and cook some rice or throw some potatoes in the oven and cook those. Sometimes we have grill nights. It just make it fit into your lifestyle and don't do anything too crazy. You don't need to be sitting slaving over an oven for four hours to prepare good food for yourself. You can keep it really simple. But at the very least, have food prepared so that you can build yourself a solid breakfast, lunch, and dinner each of the days that you are working. Especially, I really want you guys to focus on that meal that you need during your shift, the meals and the snacks that you're going to be bring with you. Those ones I really want you guys to try this week to prepare ahead of time. Have them in the fridge, in a Tupperware, in a bag, whatever, so that you can grab and go during your shift so that at the end of the day, you at least know that during your shift, you're going to be fueled properly. Then when you come home, you can worry about making your breakfast. If you're not, you're not ready to make all three meals for yourself, you can come home and just make your breakfast. It's pretty easy. Um, and if you're about to go to work, you can prepare a dinner if you already have all the ingredients ready, even if it's not all prepared in a bowl for you. So those ones, I don't want you to stress about as much, but at least this week, start with that meal that you're going to be bringing. And if you guys want more tips or help on meal prep, please let me know. I'm not going to go crazy on this episode only because this episode is not just solely about how to meal prep, but I think it's an important topic to start to think about for yourself to set up your week appropriately so that you're not just eating whatever's around or you're not just relying on fast food. This is also going to save you some money in the long run if you're not trying to get takeout every day with your coworkers. So we've grocery shopped, we've meal prepped, and now our food's ready for the week. Perfect. Next thing I want you guys to focus on, the next tip is housekeeping. Now this sounds really boring, but how much, how crappy does it feel sometimes when you work 12 hours, come home, and your house is 
a whole disaster. There's tons of dishes in the dishwasher um, or in the sink. Your laundry is not done. You have to wash your scrubs before you work that evening because you didn't do your laundry beforehand and there's dog hair everywhere and your allergies are being activated. It's just a mess, right? Again, it's the last thing that you need when you're already working a difficult job. So again, a day or two before your shift, I encourage you guys to plan to do all those chores that will make you feel better throughout the week. It's basically all of these things are just setting yourself up for a success during your week. They're just taking away all the things that you had to worry about before when you were you were working and trying to worry about keeping your house clean. Taking away all those variables makes it so that you can just focus on your job and taking care of yourself. And that's exactly what we need to be doing. So on your day off, just vacuum the house, put the, you know, load the dishwasher and run it so that you have clean dishes for your week. Do your laundry, do your scrubs, do your workout clothes so that they're all clean and ready. When the laundry's done, fold it up and set out your three sets of scrubs for the week and set out three, you know, sets of workout clothes if you plan on working out before or after your shift each week. So then your clothes are all ready. You don't have to think about it. Everything's set out. It sounds so simple, but it makes a huge difference. And all of these things that I'm talking about today, guys, this one, so meal prep, housekeeping, and the organizing can all be done the day before your stretch of shifts. Like it doesn't, I don't need you to prepare over four days for your three shifts. It doesn't need to be complicated. This can all be done, treat it like a Sunday routine and put that Sunday, insert it wherever it fits in your week. So if you work Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, it's a Tuesday, but treat it like your Sunday where you're getting ready for your whole week and setting yourself up for success. So this doesn't have to be complicated you know, run the vacuum through your house, make your bed, make sure all your, you know, blackout curtains and all that stuff are ready for you. Make sure your clothes are all clean and folded and put away so you don't have to come home to a giant basket of laundry that's stressing you out. And make sure your dishes are clean so that you can put all your meal prepped food into the fridge. Super simple. But I want you guys to try that this week rather than trying to cram it all in while you're also working. So we've meal prepped, our house and our laundry are all ready for us. They're ready for a whole week. And the last thing is getting organized, which is extremely vague, but it sounded better than trying to list out all the things that I wanted to fit into this category. So in this category, you're planning your week, essentially. So I want you to plan ahead. When are you going to work out? What days, what kind of workout are you going to do? Are you going to work out before or after your shift? So that is, it doesn't come up to you trying to decide whether or not to move your body when you're exhausted because you're going to choose not to, which is also okay. If you choose to make these those three days your rest days and that's what works for you, perfect. But if you want to move your body and if you think that's going to help you with your energy, then plan when that's going to happen. For me, I liked to work out right before my shift because I felt like it actually woke me up and gave me some energy, surprisingly rather than trying to do it after I just worked 12 hours, that that didn't work for me as well. So figure out which works for you, but plan ahead so that we know Monday before my shift, I'm going to be doing legs and I'm going to the gym that day. So I'm going to need workout clothes. This day, I'm going to be doing a walk outside after my shift and it's going to be really simple, but you know that's the plan. So I'll make sure I have my walking shoes out, whatever that looks like. So plan your workouts, set out your clothes, as we said, and also pack your bags. Again, the last thing you need when you're going into work is like, where's my badge? I don't know where my stethoscope is. I threw my, you know, notebook somewhere. 
I don't have any report sheets ready for me. All those things are just last minute stuff that you don't need. So pack your bags ahead of time. So get out your nursing bag, make sure you have the key things. So your badge, all your important equipment, stethoscopes, pen lights, scissors, that sort of thing. Make sure you have report sheets ready for yourself if there's some that you bring from home, especially. And make sure that, you know, your lunch is ready. If there's snacks that you can throw in your bag that don't need to be in the fridge, throw them in there, throw your drinks in there. Maybe, you know, get your coffee cup ready for yourself. All the little nitty gritty details. That's what I want you to do here. So your bag's packed. You've planned all your workouts. And also here, I want you to plan how you're going to relax and take care of yourself because now you've saved a bunch of time. That's the key to all of this. So now everything's ready. So all you need to do Let's say you work Tuesday night. So on Tuesday, you get your sleep, you wake up, and now you have time. It's magical. Maybe you planned on doing, you know, a 30-minute workout before you go into work. You work at 7, and the gym is, you know, 10 minutes away. So you're going to go in at 6 and get your workout done, you know, wash up, and then go to work. So now you have, you know, maybe you woke up at 4. You have a couple hours. So what are you going to do during that time? What's going to bring you some joy? So plan ahead for that as well so that you have something to look forward to. So maybe it's that you watch a show that you really enjoy, that you made time for now. You don't have to scramble and go crazy. Now you can watch your show. Maybe it's that you go for a walk with your spouse when instead of, you know, you would be scrambling and trying to figure out what you're going to have for dinner and getting snappy and angry because you're so stressed. Now you can have time to go on a walk with your husband. Or it's that you get to have dinner with your family before you go to work instead of scrambling. And maybe like prepare for what you're going to do after your last shift. Maybe it's like a special thing for you. So after your third shift, you get, you know, you, at, you when you grocery shop, you got that favorite bottle of wine that you enjoy and you got like some weird bath bomb or something crazy that people get. <laughs> and your plan is after you work your three shifts, you're going to come home and you're going to have the best bath and drink wine and watch your favorite show or read your favorite book. It's something that while you're at work, you get to look forward to. I know this sounds silly, but I want you guys to start planning in the time that you make for yourself so that it's part of your schedule. It's not something that you can just skip over. It's an appointment with yourself. So whatever that looks like for you, plan the relaxation and plan the fun things in. And this is also going to help you wind down after your shifts. We'll talk all about pre-shift routines and like post-shift routines, um, because I think if you build solid routines on, you know, either end of your shifts, it also sets you up for success. But at the very least, I want you guys to plan when you're going to make time for yourself in your stretch so that it's not just work, sleep, eat, work, sleep, eat, work, sleep, eat, because you will go crazy over time. (laughs) So plan good stuff for yourself, too. And with all of this, like I said, I want you guys to do this a day or so ahead of time because I also want you, this important part of your prepping for your shifts is I want you to get everything done and leave enough time for yourself that you can relax, enjoy time with your family, take your dogs on a walk, watch a movie, whatever that looks like for you before you go to sleep and then have to wake up and go to work at whatever time that is for you. So don't leave all of this preparation to the last minute either. So all of this needs to happen ahead of time because part of preparing for a stretch of shifts is mentally preparing. And so I want you guys to get all of the tasky things done so that you can relax and enjoy your time off so that you can go into your week with a clear mindset and a positive mindset. 
All right, guys. So I hope that this quick little episode was helpful. I know that hearing some of these tips can sound like a broken record. You can sound like something that you hear all the time, but I really want you guys to try these things out this week and see if it makes a difference for you. Because if you just prepare ahead of time, honestly, I swear it makes a huge difference, even though these things sound so simple. If you need help at all with how to meal prep or how to, you know, manage your time a little bit better before your shifts, please reach out and let me know. I always love to talk about these topics. If you guys have anything to add to this as well, if you think there's other tips that you have found to be helpful to prepare for your stretch of shifts, let me know and I'll share it with everyone. Um, And also on that note, we will be opening a Facebook community coming up here probably in the next couple weeks to allow you guys to also start talking to each other. I'm hearing from so many of you and I absolutely love talking to you, but I also don't want to hog you all to myself where you guys could actually be interacting with each other and helping each other answer you know questions and realize that you aren't alone in your feelings. So I want to create a community in that sense. Um, I will also be coming on to that Facebook community and answering questions, doing like live Q&As. Um, I know initially it'll probably be a couple of us. And that's going to be really cool because I can pour everything I have into those of you who join the community. I will give you whatever resources I can and help you and support you in whatever way I can. But I think that we need to build this community out a little bit and start to bring in some more people so that we can really make an impact. So I'm really excited about that. If you are not already, please follow along at Ashley underscore nursing co-op on Instagram and share whatever your favorite episode is with your friends so that we can start to build this community and build like an incredible network of support for each other. All right, guys, make sure that you're taking care of yourself this week and make sure that you're giving yourself the recognition you deserve for the job you're doing as well. I'm proud of all of you and I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for spending some time with me and our community in the nursing co-op. If you liked this episode and found some value in the content, please share it with any and all of your nursing friends on social media and tag me at Ashley underscore nursing co-op so that I can thank you personally. That way we can continue to build this community and change nursing culture for the better. I can't wait to see what we create. I will see you next week, but until then, happy nursing.